Well, hello, hello, hello. You've tuned in to another episode of The Fractured Brain. Okay, The Fractured Brain. There you go. All right. I'm your host, Jebabai. It is Wednesday, September 21 of the year 2022. And I'm welcoming you and thanking you for joining me today on this podcast. So, uh, again, I'm doing this only for the newcomers that, uh, you know, I've just had a whole host of new people. You know, this was originally, this podcast was, uh, was, was designed only for my patrons to listen to. Uh, but being that they are released on uh, Spotify and uh, Apple and Pandora and iHeart and all sorts of other platforms that uh, carry the podcasts, um, other people have discovered them. And uh, I'm up to uh, 5,400 listeners now, uh, which is very cool. Wish I had that many subscribers on my YouTube channel, but I'll get there. (laughs) Either way, uh, I guess I just got to put some more content on there. And uh, that's what kind of uh, got me going on this podcast today. Uh, so, uh, but I, I, with my new listeners, uh, remember that there is no necessary structure to, uh, what these podcasts are. It's literally just, uh, me logging on and talking. (laughs) So whatever happens, happens, whatever I'm speaking about. Uh, sometimes I don't even get to the point of what I initially logged on to talk about. Uh, just start talking with whatever else is going on inside the old noggin, cabeza, whatever you want to call it. But uh, that's why it's called the fractured brain. So there you go, amongst other reasons. But So uh, I welcome everyone who is tuning in today. So I... um. Woke up very uh, spry, very excited today. Um, <laughs> had a weird text uh, come to my phone and, I mean, citing my name and, you know, is this Jimmy P. Brown the second and all this other stuff. And, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't know what to think of it. And I'm, I'm looking at the number and I'm like, I, I don't recognize this number at all. And uh, so I you know, quickly put it into a search and, uh, saw, oh yeah, this is, it's probably some sort of scam thing. So, you know, but I was just waking up. So I thought, oh, what the heck I'll play along. And, and, uh, yeah, it was some weird scam for a work from home type of situation. And, and, uh, supposedly they send you a check. They, they, you know, you sign up with them, they hire you, and then they, 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 on the spot, I mean, no interview, no nothing, just based on your qualifications that they say they have, um, which I never submitted anything to this company, so I, I was like, okay, this is really strange, and they send me a check, and they tell me what to go buy with this check, uh, and, uh, and, you know, to facilitate myself and then I'll get a training date as soon as I have, uh, show them that I went and bought all the stuff that they sent me a check to pay for. And, uh, it was hilarious. So, you know, before it even got any further, I just decided uh, to go ahead and block them. And 
And I wasn't having any fun with it anymore. You know, I was asking the usual questions and I could tell it was either a bot or somebody. But, you know, all the spelling and everything else, it was just, it was, it was bad. It was obviously it was a scam. So, uh, but I thought it was interesting nonetheless to play, play along with just for fun. Uh, giving them all sorts of wrong information too, because, you know, they're, they're saying they had my info and they really, really literally didn't. Um, so, um, I went ahead and I set up everything. I set up my lights and, and, uh, got my cameras all ready and everything else. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of difficult to shoot videos in my bedroom, um, because I have a very tiny little workspace, um, cause it is my bedroom. So, um, you know, in times past, um, you know, when I would set up uh, a home recording situation and if I didn't have a spare room, uh, which most of the time I didn't because, you know, we just, you know, it was just me and the, me and, and the three kids and Helen. And, and, uh, so, you know, the kids had to have their own room. So if we had a two bedroom or a three bedroom, um, you know, kids got their own rooms and, uh, I had to kind of just do everything. So that's the way I recorded, you know, fearful symmetry and recorded, uh, the Jupiter six stuff. And, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it's just kind of the way I've always worked, but I always basically had to, um, you know, make the bedroom set up really uncomfortable for Helen. And I mean, sometimes to the point where it, you know, just had a box, bringing a mattress laying on the floor. So that way I could easily move them and, um, you know, and, and get them out of the way so I could have my V drums set up or, you know, all this other stuff. So it was, it was always a little bit of a hassle, but it was, you know, it was definitely, I, I always felt bad because, you know, Helen just didn't, you know, live in a normal bedroom. So, and, and, uh, when we moved here, you know, I didn't really have anything. So, uh, I, you know, we set up our bedroom like a bedroom and, uh, you know, with, uh, with a proper frame and, and, uh, uh, dressers and you know all that other stuff because like I said we, we didn't really do that before we would have like crates in the closet and those were our dressers and and uh, and and like I said the beds all at weird weird angles and you know and everything just to facilitate so the room I'd have plenty of room to, to move around so when I started to build I had to kind of build around the already laid out floor plan and, and the bedroom's not huge so by any stretch. And in fact, it's awkwardly set up and, um, badly set up in my opinion. Uh, they, they, you know, like they have this sitting area by the, uh, one window that doesn't open. And, um, yeah, I, I've been putting it, I, we've been here, uh, this February will be five years and, uh, I've put in a request to have that window fixed, uh, and they've yet to fix it. Now they've done it well with other things, you know, if the AC goes out, I mean, they're you know, right away, they're there to fix it and everything, which thank God, cause we live in the desert. So you need the AC running, but, uh, yeah, they, they've never done anything about that window. Okay. So all that to say this, there's not a lot of room and, uh, and I've got a lot of stuff. So I even downsized my desk, uh, recently and, uh, just to try to make a little more room and, uh, it just, it just doesn't work. You know, I'm still, you know, whenever I do anything, I have to set up. So whenever I record vocals, 
you know, I use that ISOVOX booth and, uh, and I have to set that up. So I have to pull it out of storage or kind of leave it set up and throw it on my side of the closet. And my, my side of the closet's a mess. And, uh, I mean, it's organized, but it's an organized mess, you know, it's just, just too much stuff in there. And, uh, you know, I just, I hate to inconvenience Helen. So I, I just work within the confines of my little space. Um, but yeah, so when I set up the stands, when I set up the um, <clears throat> the the big lights and and everything else for to make these videos for YouTube, um, you know they're like they're hanging off of the ceiling. They're uh, they're uh, suspended. They're on stands. Uh, I, you know I've got the tripods in the shortest position possible sitting on my bed and uh yeah and there's just no room for me to move around at all or walk or stand or anything it's just it's 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 a little weird and it's a little challenging so it makes it tough to uh to actually shoot any videos and 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 do that so uh so that's why the frequency kind of stopped especially when i was working but uh now that i'm back at it i i've just got to you know dive in and, and do this setup all the time. And, and, uh, so I get all set up and I've already shot, uh, this one particular video that I'm trying to put out, uh, my favorite, uh, uh, James Hetfield riffs that influenced my playing. Uh, and I've shot it like three or four times, but each time I forget a riff or I forget a song or I forget this and, um, and, it, and but this time I had everything out ready, scripted, ready to go um, to make it as, as great as possible. And then, uh, you know, I hit go on the audio. I hit go on the, on the ca- the two cameras. Cause I'm using a two camera thing, you know, one to single in on the guitar and one that's just me and, um, hit go and boom, the batteries are dead and I forgot to charge them. So I was like, oh my gosh, so now I got to wait an hour for them to charge so I thought I'd come on and bother you guys and uh, talk to you a little about that. So uh, one day, one day I'll have my own room again because, you know, we got a little two-bedroom flat here in Vegas and, uh, you know, but my son lives in the other room. So, um, but, uh, you know, maybe he'll uh, get his button gear and go to college and, you know, go, uh, you know, I keep trying to talk him into moving in with his sister, but... Uh, my daughter has a, a one bedroom, so that won't work. And he doesn't like living room crashing when he's got his uh, hand-me-down king-size bed uh, in there, and 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 you know he's all comfortable and set up with his uh, gaming computer and his rig and his playstations and everything else. So I get it, you know. Um, but man, I want my own room again, really, really bad. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we had a, this was an interesting, uh, past couple of weeks. Uh, Helen has, uh, received a couple of, uh, offers of employment and, uh, or, you know, at the very least, uh, invited to apply. And, you know, she's been with uh, the same hotel, you know, she was five years with them before we moved to Alabama. And then when we moved back to Vegas, um, which was almost five years ago, they took her back immediately. I mean, with great joy. So she has accumulatively almost 10 years now with, uh, this same company. And, um, 
but you know, she's ready for a change and uh, things have happened. You know, when the owner died, uh, who owned the, 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 the property there that she, she works at, you know, she works at the Venetian and um, <clears throat> yeah, they, uh, you know, just things have been slowly changing with the new company that, you know, bought, uh, bought the property and, and now the sale, I mean, it was finalized like three months ago. So, I mean, they're really moving forward with changes so, uh, you know, she was definitely entertaining and, uh, uh, one was just an extraordinary opportunity, um, out in California, uh, for a hotel out there and, um, and, uh, it, for a management position and, uh, actually a director's position, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, she went through a couple of interviews and, you know, was looking positive and uh uh in the meanwhile she went ahead and accepted another position um uh doing what she does at another hotel here in vegas and um and uh so they they got her all set up she's ready to go and got her start date and did all that and you know it's funny uh you know funnily enough she you know so she's all set up and we're waiting, you know, she got her start date and I said, well, what's going to happen if they job offer you at the other place in the next two weeks before you start, you know, she's like, oh, well, you know, we'll we'll just cross that bridge when it comes. And well, you know, they, they uh, kindly let her know that they went with another candidate. So either way, it's okay. You know, Uh, I was talking with my friend Adele the other day and it's like, she says, you know, my prayer for you is always that, you know, uh, always as we've talked about and, and, and that's, you know, and you've always said to, you know, God close the, the doors that need to be closed and the, and the doors that need to be open, please open them. And yeah, that's kind of the way we've always just approached things. And, um, so, you know, this door opened and, uh, so we, we know this is the right one for her and uh at least we hope and you know, we'll see what happens you know but so uh with that you know so we you know and our lease is up here and uh in a month or two so we're we're like okay do we renew um because i mean right now when we when we got into this joint uh, you know five years ago i mean they haven't raised the rent at all uh, in fact, by accident last year, they, when they renewed the lease, they renewed it at a hundred bucks less. It was kind of strange. And, uh, but you know, we, we, when we resigned, they realized their mistake, but they, they also realized, well, it was our mistake. So they went ahead and did it. So it was nice. It was nice about paying a hundred less, but now with the renew, um, they're, you know, they raised it a little, but you know, basically back to normal and back what it was. Which is nice because I've talked to other neighbors here and uh, they've had their rent raised, uh, you know, upwards of two, three, and e- even $400 a month. Um, but, uh, you know, thankfully they, they haven't done that. But, you know, they don't get much trouble out of us at all, so, if any. So, um, so we're, we're trying to decide, but we, you know, we, you know, Helen really, really wants me to have my own room. And, you know, of course, she uh, is like, well, I just, I, you know, because I don't want you to struggle. I know you, you get a lot of your ideas in the middle of the night and, you know, you can't get up and work because you don't want to disturb my sleep, and which is all true. Um, and um, 
there's really nowhere for me to work here, you know, because if I come out to the living room, it, you know, I'm going to disturb everybody. I'm going to, you know, and, um, but uh, she really wants me to have my own room. And also, you know, trust me, she's tired of having all the amps and the, the big computer screens and <clears throat> monitors and every, you know, that whole space that could be freed up, you know, she, I'm sure she wants to, you know. Um, but we started looking into rentals and dear Lord, oh my gosh, I mean, the places have gone up. I mean, uh, when my daughter just moved into a new joint here, uh, she's got a little one bedroom in, and she pays more than what we pay here for the two bedroom. So I'm like, and, uh, you know, I thought maybe it was a brand new complex or whatever, but when we helped her move in, I was just like, yes. In fact, it looks like the same builder of our building built yours. You know I mean? That, that's how similar they are. And, uh, yeah, they're just charging so much. I mean, rent and everything has gone up insanely, um, here in Vegas. And of course, everybody's blaming the Californians that are moving in and, we have had a massive influx of uh, particularly Northern Californians that have come in because uh, because of the uh, Oakland Raiders, and now they're signing on to take the Oakland A's baseball team, and they're really, really wanting to grow Las Vegas, but it's like, well, start with the roads and start with accommodations because, you know, people just keep coming and coming and coming, and there's nothing here for them. Uh, and then when they do come, you know, a lot of the, the bigger California rental companies have bought up all the housing and the apartment complexes and everything. And and they're charging nearly California rates. And it's like, yeah, but this isn't California. I mean, <clears throat> the thing about Las Vegas, I mean, yeah, we're we're 45 miles from the California border, but you're still hours away from any type of civilization because you know it, it's you know when, once you get out of the the vegas realm the the you know clark county you're you're just in the middle of the desert and uh people don't really realize that i mean it's just like it's not like other places where especially socal you know where we grew up you know in la you know you got one city after the other i mean you, you get on the freeway you drive for 20 minutes and you pass like six cities, you know, that you're, you know, that you're not even aware of. And, um, yeah, it's just much different, you know, it's much different. And here it's, you know, it's just, it's Vegas and then Henderson, which is still Vegas and, and then Boulder and then boom. I mean, one way you, you can go and it go, you're to the, close to the border of Arizona and then one way you go, you're close to the border of California. And then you go to another route, you know, up towards the north, and then you're at the border of Utah. So where we're at in southern Nevada, it's just, I mean, that's you're that close to all the, the different bordering states. Um, but again, it's the middle of nowhere. It's the desert. So all the outlandish pricing that they're charging, is, it's just remarkable. So uh, we found a couple of places that are kind of okay. I mean, they're maybe like uh, 400 or 500 more than we're, they're paying now. But, uh, you know, uh, I've got some growing to do. got some growing on my Patreon to do before we can make that kind of move. So I think we're going to probably end up uh, staying here for at least another six months. And uh, we'll, uh, well, then we'll 
go back to that subject. We'll revisit again. Hopefully prices will normalize. At least that's the hope. Because, um, uh, I, I mean, this happened before, but I mean, I remember when we moved here 20 years ago, the average uh, two-bedroom, two-bath apartment with no washer and dryer in L.A., was uh, going for twelve, thirteen hundred, and we moved here because it was four hundred and like fifty bucks, and uh, it was so cheap to live here at one time, and uh, and you can get a job very fairly easy because I mean, as we moved here, and I immediately got a job with Directv. I mean, within a week of moving here, and uh, then got into the casinos, you know, about seven, eight months later. So. Uh, so you never know, you know, uh, a lot of opportunity and there's still a lot of opportunity, uh, to a degree because there's so many people that just don't want to go back to work. They don't want to go back to the office. And, uh, so, you know, but that's the story all over the world right now. Right. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of uh, where we're at and what's been going on with us here. Um, just, uh, living life. <laughs> but um yeah having fun uh writing again and falling in love with just playing again you know I, I didn't realize yesterday when I sat down and I finished a couple of tracks uh some guitar tracks and then uh, I just said you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity and just play for a little bit and uh you know I can't play loud in here so I have to throw on the headphones and and um I use this speaker emulator called the Oxbox, and um, so it's it's my actual amp, but it's plugged into this thing that, and then it kind of converts it to an emulation of a speaker cabinet. Uh, so that way, I'm not blasting and bothering the neighbors, but rather having my ears blown out with the headphones. But either way, uh, man, I didn't realize two hours had passed, and I just had just kept playing I just was having so much fun and lots of inspiration and um I've been trying to teach myself uh jazz guitar you know oh it's something I've always wanted to learn I've um always been fascinated with the uh jazz cording and uh you know their chords are, are are so different and uh tried taking uh, a couple little courses online. Um, there's True Fire and some other things, and but you know they, they kind of uh, when you go into these classes, they're kind of already expecting you to know uh, music theory, and uh, you know they're talking, oh, you know the Mixolydian scale or the you know the arpeggiatic scale or the you know the blah blah blah. You know, I mean they're just and it, that's all Chinese to me. Uh, I'm an ear player. I've always played by ear. Um, and I just try to figure, have always tried to figure out chords and voicings all by myself. And, um, and it's funny because like I'll, I'll use chords that are, uh, that I've been told by other players that I've played with, you know, that, oh, that's a Mixolydian, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, um, okay, sure. Uh, I mean, I, I just stay quiet and just play the chords and it's like, wow, that's kind of strange. I wouldn't have imagined that particular scale going with this scale and, and, uh, but it goes really nicely. That's, uh, that's amazing. And, and I'm like, 
Okay, I have no idea what you're saying, but I just go by sound, you know, what sounds good to me. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's always been the key for me. And, uh, you know, all my kids uh, later in life, they didn't at a young age uh, start playing guitar. Uh, I think my daughter, Annika, my second daughter, uh, uh, she, um, I think she was the one who started the youngest, like at 15 or 16, she started taking interest in guitar. And um, so she started playing and, and uh, you know, she wanted me to teach her. And I, I, t- I, I gave her the method that I had learned with, with my brother, you know, where he just charted out the little chords, you know, this is an A, this is an E, this is a B, this is a C, G, you know, F. And there you go, learn those and, and then just listen to your favorite records and try to pick up what they're doing. And uh, I know that sounds terrible, but, uh, you know, because I don't know necessarily how to teach. Um, in fact, when my nephew, Matt, uh, wanted to learn to play bass, um, which it's his birthday today, so a happy birthday to Matt. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, and now he's an incredibly accomplished bass player. Uh, and, um, but, uh, yeah, he, he learned with, you know, the, the real little simple box method or whatever. I, I have no idea. Uh, that's another guitar player I used to play with said that's the box method or box chords or whatever, but that's what I taught Matt how to play, you know, real simple. And then he just went off and took it all his own. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, I did that with Hanukkah and then she, she went on. She, she actually got really good with her rhythms primarily, uh, really, really good, which that always made me proud because I'm a rhythm player primarily. Um, then, uh, my da- daughter, Deborah, my eldest, uh, you know, later on in life, probably around, I think it was around 2015, 2016, she bought herself a Strat and wanted to teach herself how to play in a little amp. And she asked me for some advice and, you know, I I did the same thing, you know, here's a couple of chords and there you go, trained by ear. And uh, did the same with Shiloh, Shiloh took interest, uh, you know, once lockdowns and everything happened. And uh, so, Gave him a little acoustic that I had and said, here, you know, uh, learn on this. And um, I don't know. He went with it for a few months and then uh, I think he ended up giving the acoustic to my daughter, but Annika. But so, uh, yeah, I, I, I've just never understood the whole uh, formal, the formality or the, the formal instruction uh, for teaching, you know, uh, because I didn't undergo it. And in fact, I remember going to a guitar teacher with a friend of mine when I was, uh, 12. Uh, he, my friend, uh, that I grew up with, his name was Paul. Well, Paul, uh, wanted to learn, but he wanted to learn classically. And, and, and he found this great teacher and I would go with him to the lessons and, I would just sit there, you know, wouldn't say anything. And, um, 
the guitar teacher one day asked me, you know, hey, you know, aren't you interested in learning how to play? And I go, I, I actually play guitar. And uh, he, uh, you know, Paul gave me his guitar. I played a, played some stuff for him. And uh, he was like, oh, so you're, who's, your te- who's your guitar teacher? And I go, I don't, I don't have one. My brother taught me a few chords and kind of just started from there. And uh, I told him I, I like electric. I don't really like acoustic. And, uh, but then he, he taught me a Bach piece. And I just learned strictly by staring at him and what he was doing. And that's how I learned the piece. And uh, came in a couple of weeks later and I played the whole thing for him. And he was like, oh man, that's great. You, you picked it up so wonderfully. And I go, thank you. You know, and he's like, you really should, you know, consider taking lessons. And so asked my asked my parents, you know, hey, uh, you know, I think the guys, I, mean, I, I think it was like ten bucks a lesson back then or whatever. And uh, but you know, they didn't they didn't uh, they were like, you already play guitar, so what do you need to take lessons for? Um, and the guy felt bad and said, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and just give you instruction. And so Paul was already well ahead uh, at learning uh he had become very very adept and uh, but he, he he was starting to only sight read and now he wanted to encourage paul hey you know maybe you should uh you know learn to play by ear or learn to just to not only by what you're reading but play and so he started encouraging paul to go that route and then when i tried to learn he really wanted to teach me how to read and yeah, that just wasn't working because, you know, I couldn't go back to, you know, and Mary had a little lamb and, and doing all of that. But it, it was incredibly important to, you know, for learning how to read that you learn how to play properly. Right. So uh, just made it made it difficult for me. And he, and he even told me, he goes, yeah, I don't I don't really think this is going to work for you. And uh, so, just been playing by ear ever since. And uh, uh, but but I love teaching uh, myself uh, different styles, different things. And and um, you know, some things I get wrong, some things I get right. Um, because, like I said, I just go by you know what I hear and what it sounds like to me. Um, and it's funny because I'll I'll play with other players and I'll play a song and and they're like oh well that's wrong it, it's played like this and then I'll like single out the chords they're playing and then I'll play it my way and I go isn't it is the same way well no but it, the, the guy who plays it like this I'm like okay but it's the same chord so I mean either way tonality wise and, and I go and actually it sounds more right the way I play it than the way you play it and rather than getting all the arguments I just keep keep my mouth shut and just you know do what I do that's 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 what I do I just do what I do just works for me (laughs) so anywho um so again I I think uh this is just kind of more of a midweek catch-up and uh and uh just wanted to uh say hello to all of you and hopefully I can uh 
get the gusto going and, and get the momentum back, you know, because nothing worse, man. I was I was ready. I sat down, I hit record on everything and then just poof, poof, both both cameras died, you know, said batteries dying, you know, char- please charge. So I was like, oh, man, this stinks. But uh, I'll get in there and try to stir up the muse again. And then more importantly, get to writing because uh, I really, really want to get that uh, second solo record done and out to you guys and, and uh, for you all to enjoy and put it out there for the world to hear. Uh, but you guys get first crack and you guys are going to get your own personal copies. The patrons, okay? If you're a member of my Patreon and you've been a member of my Patreon for a minimum of six months, uh, you are going to get... Uh, a physical copy uh, from me for free uh, as a as a thank you for being there for me so all right well I think I've taken enough of your time I'm trying to keep these under uh, 45 minutes of my ramblings so uh, I think we'll just leave it at that and uh, so with that I will bid adieu on this Wednesday afternoon And you have yourself a wonderful rest of the week. I'm sure we'll catch up on the weekend because I always have something to say. (laughs) Please feel free to message me and write me. Come by www.jpbiijepabai.com. And of course, if you're so inclined, uh, visit my Patreon at www.patreon.com dot com forward slash jppii jeppi and with that we'll uh, bid adieu and you have yourself a wonderful wonderful rest of the week and we'll talk again soon you've been listening to the fractured brain <laughs>